words. We use them every day. And yet there was a time in my life when I really didn't pay attention to each specific word. But in marketing your business, whether it's on video, whether it's captions, social media, your speeches, or even on your website, there are some words I'm going to recommend that you don't be saying. And then there are some other words in this episode that I'm going to share that will definitely help you capture the heart and mind of your prospects. And none of them have more than four letters. All right, let's get real. Business owners who earn 10 times more don't work 10 times harder. However, traditionally, professional experts such as lawyers, accountants, financial advisors, and consultants have built their businesses by following the money. In other words, using the equation, more clients equals more money. The result, more burnout, less family time. Welcome to the Grow Equation Business Podcast. I'm Diana Lidstone, business strategist, marketing catalyst, and known for my straight talk, no BS, and helping my clients work less and profit more. In this podcast, I'll share with you simple tools, strategies, and resources to help you get better at the business side of your profession. The way to building the business you love isn't using the old equation, more money equals more hard work. As I said earlier, because business owners who earn 10 times more don't work 10 times harder. Let's dive into today's episode. As I said, words. We use them every day, whether we're writing, whether we are talking, whether it's captions on social media, whether it's in your speech, whatever it is, there are words that could be hurting your business growth and others that could be helping you give your prospects clarity and certainty that you are the one they should be choosing. So what are those words? Now, today we're not going to be talking about the words that we say to ourselves, that our inner critic says, that itty-bitty shitty committee. That's not what I'm talking about today. We could dive into that, but not today. And then there are words that we say out loud that impact our actions. Words like, you know, hope and should and wish and could. But again, that's a whole other topic for another time. Today, let's talk about the words that you are using to express your message. And by message, I mean expressing what you do. You see, every time you create a piece of content, blog, post, video, podcast episode that your prospect sees, hears, reads, these words are really, really important to them. That's right. All right. We're going to cover three different types of words. The first I'm going to talk about are three words that kill a conversation and hurt your business growth. Okay, let me ask you a question. How many times have you been at a networking event or you've met someone somewhere and they have asked you the million dollar question, so what do you do? So many times, right? And how many times have you answered with these three words? I am a fill in the blank, lawyer, bookkeeper, whatever it happens to be. Oh my God, I've done it so many times and then I've kicked myself in the ass for saying them. And here's why I recommend you avoid them. Let's say you are a lawyer and you introduce yourself by saying, I am a lawyer. Now the person asking you knows what you do. You're a lawyer. And subconsciously they put you in a little box in the back of their mind with all the other freaking lawyers they know, right? To them, 
you're just another one of those. And I'm using the example of lawyer, but it could be anything, absolutely anything. And the second reason that answer doesn't work is that it usually totally stops the conversation, right? Almost everyone knows a little about lawyer. And that typical response from the person who asked you the question when you say, I am a lawyer, might be, oh, that's nice, or I bet that's interesting. Or if that person happens to be a really great conversationalist, they might say, ah, so how long have you been doing that? But the conversation doesn't really go very deep, and it doesn't typically last very long. So what is the better option to answering with, I am a fill-in-the-blank? Now, it's true you could say, I'm a lawyer specializing in real estate investors. Now, true, that's much better. And they go, oh, real estate investors, okay. But what if you answered their question with a question and said something like, do you know anybody who's interested in real estate investing? And the response might be, well, I am, or I know somebody, my brother is, whatever. You see the conversation keeps going. And you could say, well, actually, a lot of people don't realize that there are really complex and complicated legal issues inherent in real estate investing. And somebody might go, oh, yeah, that's true. You know, could you give me an example? And then you could say, well, that's what I do. I specialize in helping serious real estate investors navigate the complex and confusing legal issues inherent in real estate business so that they actually make more money in their business. Oh, so much clearer, right? It's a conversation. So here's my challenge to you. How can you avoid these three deadly words, I am a, and create a new introduction? In the upcoming episode of the Grow Equation Business Podcast, I'll be sharing the brand new and new name for my podcast and why I'm making this shift. I'm so excited to share this with you. So be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes. Okay, so we've covered the three deadly words to avoid. Now let's talk about two words that will help your prospects connect the dots to what you do to what's important for them. Because remember, subconsciously, your prospect or whoever you're talking about, they're going, so what does this mean for me? They're only interested in what's in it for them. Here's a phrase for you. How can you make their lives better? That's all they're interested in. How can you make their lives better? You see, people generally want their life better in three buckets, if you will. Their health, their wealth, and relationships. So how do you make their lives better? You see, in the sentence that I used previously, if you listen carefully to that introduction that I used for the lawyer, I used two really important words. Here it is again. I started by saying, and that's what I do. I specialize in helping serious real estate investors navigate the complex and confusing legal issues inherent in their real estate business so that they can make more money in their real estate business. Uh, The two words, so that. You see, in this example, while the lawyer might be awesome at helping them navigate confusing legal issues, but how does that make their life better? By adding so that, you relate what you do to what's important to them. Here it is again. 
I specialize in helping serious real estate investors navigate the complex and confusing legal issues inherent in their real estate business so they can make more money in their real estate business, okay? It relates it to their business. So here's another example. Let's say you're a financial advisor and on your website, you talk about, oh, you're going to help your prospects create a financial plan. Ah, yeah, okay, who cares? Every financial advisor says that. But instead, what if you said something like a financial plan so that you know exactly how much money you need to save to live stress-free during your dream retirement? I've turned it around so that the prospect understands what's in it for him. It connects the dots between the financial plan living stress-free during their dream retirement. Okay, here's a caveat. I'll apologize right now because almost every financial advisor says something along those lines. And if you're saying that, you really do need to differentiate yourself so that they know how to choose a financial advisor that is a little different. Okay, do you always need to use the actual words so that? No. As you practice using these words and connecting what you do to what your prospects want, you'll discover other ways to incorporate the same meaning. One of the ways that is really, really important is if you're creating a sales page or you're talking about the benefits or the features of something, and I'll give you an example. If you go to my program page, my sales page for Differentiate to Grow, it reads something like this. In this program, you will. Create alignment with your big picture vision so that you stay focused on what matters most to the future of your business. Another point, in this program, you will apply a counterintuitive ecosystem to simplify and amplify critical aspects of your business. And I might say, so what? Change it to so that you easily magnetize your dream clients with your marketing. Another Design your unforgettable flagship framework. Now, this time I'm not using so that, but I will say that will help you streamline your business and free up more time. See, I'm connecting what they're going to do with what is really important to my dream client. Okay, I hope this is really, you know, getting some juices going, getting your ideas going. So we've covered the three deadly words to avoid. We've covered two words to use more often. And if you've noticed, the biggest word there is the word that, and it's only four letters. Okay, now the last word I want to share with you is three letters long. This is the word Y-O-U. You. Whenever you're writing or speaking, your audience or prospects wants to know that you are addressing them specifically. And again, this is all subconscious. Too often we hear people using the word I too often, especially on websites. Here's something. Want to have a little fun? Check out your competitions. Maybe their homepage, maybe even their about page on their website. How many times did they use the word you versus the word I? And here's a hint. Your about page on your website isn't really about you. So try to use the word I a lot less. It makes a world of difference in the mind of your prospect. It's not that they're counting the you's and the I's, like we might count the ums, but it's how they perceive you. Because subconsciously, they're asking, are you making them feel safe? 
Are you making them feel that you understand them? Are you making them, you know, feel that they can trust you? Using the word you has actually been toted as the best word you could use in your marketing. (gasps) Best word you can use. Okay, so we've covered three deadly words to avoid. Two words that can bring clarity to your prospects by connecting what you do to what they want. That was the word, so that. And the best word to use in marketing, which is you. I'd love to hear your takeaways from today's tips. Leave me a comment in the speak pipe, you know, that link and examples of how you might apply some of these. Now, I want to give you a quick action plan. Number one, create your answer to, so what do you do without using the three deadly words that I talked about? Number two, look at your sales pages. Look at other people's sales pages and ask yourself whether they've provided true clarity for your prospect about what's in it for them. And third, check out your competition's homepage or about page. Did they use the best word in marketing more than that other word? So if this has been helpful, I'm thrilled to death. If you would like some help creating some of these answers, simply go to my website, hannahlidstone.com. Top right-hand corner, there's a berry colored button. Book a call. I'd love to chat with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Grow Equation Business Podcast, where every episode is designed to help you ultimately work less and profit more. Remember, you can do this. Bye for now.